How are you at making bold requests? Which of these sound most familiar? I know what I want, and I'm definitely not afraid to ask for it. Sometimes I feel confident enough to make a bold request, but not always. Me? Make a bold request? Not a chance. In this episode, you and I are going to explore what it looks like to bring some boldness to your leadership and how to be bolder if this is something you shy away from. For those of you who are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm an executive leadership coach, speaker, and author. I'm the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills that will allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who are preparing for the next one. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me by going directly to linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can put Jody Flynn in their search bar. It's J-O-D-I-F-L-Y-N-N. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. So be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. I recently saw a quote from Madeline Albright that got me thinking. The quote is, it took me quite a long time to develop a voice, and now that I have it, I'm not going to be silent. Thinking about that quote, I was reminded of how shy and withdrawn I was as a child and how it took a long time for me to start speaking up for myself on a regular basis. And even within the last, I can think of 18 months, a situation in which as a leader, I held back from sharing my opinion and that caused me to feel off balance for the next several months. Have you ever had that kind of experience? Something is up for discussion that you disagree with, but for whatever reason, instead of taking your turn to put forth your perspective, you hold back. And it doesn't sit well with you that you did that. The situation could have involved you not sharing a new idea, calling out something that isn't working, or proposing a change. As a leader, there are times you need to put yourself out there, even if it's a little intimidating to do so. Now let's talk about being bold and why it's actually more in alignment with who you are than you might think right now. Before you and I really dive into being bold, let's make a distinction right out of the gate. Bold leaders are not loud, pushy, or bossy. Rather, bold leaders share their perspective, voice their opinion, and step up to lead when others do not. Boldness is about taking risks, stretching your comfort zone, and being courageous. And because a risk to one person is not the same as a risk to another, and everyone has a different comfort zone when it comes to different relationships, actions, or ideas, boldness will look different for different individuals. So why be bold? I recently came across some research by Joel Folkman, who is a global authority in psychometrics and research leadership and change. And he looked at 360 degree reports on more than 100,000 leaders in all industries from around the world. 
He identified leaders who exhibit bold behaviors and researched the effects of their boldness and how others perceive them. What he found was that boldness had a positive outcomes when combined with other leadership traits. For instance, leaders who had good judgment but were not bold had a 1% chance of being rated an extraordinary leader. Leaders who were bold but had poor judgment had a 4% chance. But leaders who had both good judgment and bold leadership had a 95% chance of being rated as extraordinary. Additionally, he found that boldness combined with other leadership traits such as honesty, relationship building, innovation, and strategic perspective enhanced those traits. Consider that. Being honest versus being boldly honest. Building relationships versus boldly building relationships. Boldness ups the ante and brings more gusto to whatever you're doing. Some other takeaways from Joe Folkman's research, bold leaders are seen as more effective, much more effective, have employees that are highly engaged, are significantly better at retaining top talent, and have employees that are more willing to go above and beyond their job expectations. Boldness will help you develop the team you want to work with and have your team seeing you as a great leader. Are you seeing the value in some boldness? Now you might be thinking, Jody, that's all well and good, but they're talking about male leaders, right? Because men have the reputation for being bold, while women in leadership are navigating the likability trap. The likability trap is real. But research published in the Harvard Business Review, this time looking at 75,360-degree assessment from leaders around the world, found that on average, women were bolder than men by three basis points. This was especially true of women in male-dominated fields. And this research was based on a boldness index that assessed seven behaviors, and they were challenges, standard approaches, creates an atmosphere of continual improvement, does everything possible to achieve goals, gets others to go beyond what they originally thought possible, energizes others to take on challenging goals, quickly recognizes situations where change is needed, and has the courage to make needed changes. Thinking of those seven behaviors, isn't that the kind of leader you want to be? Whatever you think of the label of bold, those behaviors are considered bold. If you haven't yet shifted your identity to operate at the level of leadership that you are in, or if there is a story you have about how you contribute value that is not in sync with your current responsibilities, it will show up in how you lead in one of s- or several areas of your leadership. And this will make your work more difficult over time. It will wear you out. You'll start to question your ability to lead others, do your job, and it will spill into other areas of your life. I developed the Leadership Operating System Quiz as a way for you to quickly identify where you could focus your developmental resources at no cost. 
You only have so much time in the day and knowing exactly where you need to focus some extra attention will save you time and energy. This quiz will also be a nice pat on the back for you to see that you're getting a lot of things right and just a few tweaks need to be made in how you approach your work and the people who surround you. The Leadership Operating System quiz allows you to assess your effectiveness in five areas, leading others, leading yourself, ability to influence, managing your energy, and communication skills. If this interests you, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash quiz to find out more and to get your free report. At this point, if you're not recognizing that you are already a bold leader, I'm hoping you are all in to bring more boldness to your leadership. After all, as Helen Keller wisely said, avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. The fearful are caught as often as the bold. Now, here are some ways that you can begin to flex your boldness muscle. I have five ideas for you. You know that change you've been wanting to make? Bring it up to one person whom you think might be open to this change. Talk to them, get their buy-in, and then go to the next person. Once you have a majority that are open to considering this change, present it to the groups that would be impacted by the change and then those who have decision-making power. A second idea, ask your team, If anything were possible, what changes would they like to make? And then work with them to see if there's a way to make it happen. Now, don't give up on the idea right away. Brainstorm it, dive into it. See if as a team, you can make it possible. A third idea, look outside your team. How can you and your team together improve relations with another department or division? How can both departments or divisions work together to be more effective, reduce costs, improve morale, etc.? Remember, you display that you are ready for promotion when you're able to think beyond your immediate scope and responsibilities. So think more globally. A fourth idea that you can chew on? Change common and accepted practices to challenge the status quo. Don't we all love the phrase, We've always done it this way. I think most of us are guilty of saying this when we don't want the change that's being proposed, but as a leader, it can be an obstacle to positive changes, right? Don't just challenge the status quo to challenge the status quo. If you know there's something that needs to be challenged and would bring about positive change, then go for it and challenge the status quo, not by giving directives, challenge by asking questions. And don't be afraid to ask the hard questions as well. And the fifth idea and last one I have for you for now is to practice setting and holding your boundaries. Yes, your boundaries. Setting and holding to your boundaries is radically bold. And without muddying the waters too much, let's acknowledge that there are all times that we need to be flexible and give a little bit more. We all have seasons in our life and in our work, you know, things change. And it's up to you to consistently assess if your boundaries are where they need to be and are holding strong. And I'm going to put my stake in the ground here. 
When we normalize setting and holding to our stated boundaries, we are going to see more women stepping into senior leadership. One of the reasons women hesitate from going after and accepting a promotion is that they are concerned the role will take over their life and they won't have time for much else. You've observed the patterns of your leaders. How are they doing setting boundaries? Would you want their schedule and the responsibilities that they have that you've observed? To change this pattern, we have to change how we operate as leaders. We need to model to the leaders who will come after us that they can do this role and have time for family, community, hobbies, health and wellness, fun, and so on. Don't be afraid to be a bold leader. Are you ready to make some bold moves? In the next episode, I'm going to go over how to make bold requests and specifically how to ask the decision makers at your company to pay for you to work with a coach. If you're interested in finding out more about my process, the cost of coaching, or how to ask your employer to pay for you to work with a coach, send me a message on any social media platform or click on the scheduling link in the show notes. You can find that link in the episode description. And if you're on your phone, that will be in your podcast app. And if you're listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be towards the bottom of the episode webpage. I would love to hear from you and just have a talk and see what's possible. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.